You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP. All right, it's another edition of the WCV Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It's Jerem, it's Tanner. What's up, bud? Nothing much, man. You know, just fucking chilling. Just living the dream. Living the dream, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Sure. <laughs> I see. I just noticed this now. We've been talking for about half an hour, and I just noticed now you're rocking the shirt I had last episode. Yeah, the hammer shirt, baby. That's got to be a thing. I, I haven't gotten to wear it yet, so I was just like, I got to wear it for the pod. It's like I so almost feel like now that's got to be like somewhere on the screen at some point throughout <laughs> the rest of the episodes. Yeah, that'd be great. I really so, want to get like everything Nicholas Yalmerson that I could possibly get. Like I want like bobbleheads. I really hope that they would, I, I wish they would come out with like one of those fun, Funko Pop like vinyl things. You got to like, hot- ooh, find like one of those people that do like custom ones and just have them make it. Yeah, but I'm sure like copywritten material is like a no-go on a lot of places. I don't know. People Maybe I'll get a that. picture of Nicholas Yalmerson on my card, on my debit card. Ooh, yeah. Was- <laughs> they probably deny that one too. Tanner Tanner was getting a new debit card and he sends me a text. He's like, what do you think of this? And it was the the original uh, podcast logo. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. And I was extremely jealous of it. And then he just informs me that he got denied because yep. he doesn't own the copyright to it. And he needs permission from the uh, creator or the image holder. So I guess I'm not giving it to you because. Yeah, you denied me. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, we know who this is. We're going to contact Jerem and yeah. uh, see if he's okay with it. And then you were like, fuck no. no. I can't have it. Tanner can't have it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you some, I thought you got a dumb bank. Yeah. <laughs> What's even dollars? You work for the bank and you couldn't even get it approved. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So yeah, we were also, you know, doing our little pre pre show talk and there's not a lot to talk about in Hawks talk. Uh, we are at the end of the season. Uh, Hawks have been crunch long- time playoffs, baby. Let's yeah. let's make it Hawks <laughs> long eliminated. Uh, yeah. They just all intensive pur- purposes. It seems like they just have given up. Which listening to their post game conferences, they say they're not. They say they're still trying, but the on ice product tells a different story. So uh, we're just kind of scraping at the barrel here, trying to think of some stuff to talk about for the Blackhawks. Uh, so I guess we could just start with some quick milestones that happened uh, over the past couple games since we last recorded. Uh, do you want to take, take away those? Yeah, Pat Foley retired. Uh, Pat Foley. <sighs> well, that was, that was mainly the first thing, though. Um, out of the games that occurred since we were recording, the Hawks played at home against San Jose. Um, on an eight-game losing skid, and uh, you know they snapped it. And and the best I think was you were mentioning um, in our group text that like they're squeezing every ounce that they can of getting Pat Foley in his last game. It was all the way to that a game went all the way into a shootout. <laughs> there was and, like I mean that was such a really cool game. So first off, it was kind of everybody was kind of thought it was weird like that was the game that he was retiring on, but yeah. apparently like originally he picked that game because Doug Wilson was GM of the sharks and he wanted to do it when he was in the building. Mm, So they targeted that game. And then unfortunately Doug Wilson had to step down for health issues um, as the GM of the San Jose sharks. So he unfortunately wasn't there, but uh, overall I think like it was extremely well done. Yeah. uh, Of a ceremony and send off. Like I honestly, Best thing, the best ceremony I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah, Blackhawks have done. I think it, 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 it's a great part. I'm really glad that they ended up winning as well, especially oh, yeah. in, in the fashion that it happened um, in the shootout and everything. And and I just thought it was so neat that at the end of the broadcast, uh, like in in the stadium, that everybody's just standing up and looking up at the press box, and he's just addressing everybody, and that all the players are on the ice just looking at him. And then he just, you know, just does like raise the glass and yells Hawks win and yeah, sayonara. And that was, it was like such a good, good send off. It was amazing. The only thing that would have been better is if his last words were the, I uh, hope you enjoyed the broadcast. We know you enjoyed the outcome. Like that was the one thing I was kind of waiting for when, and then he didn't say at the end, I was like, 
Ah, uh, okay. Well, it, would, it wouldn't really make sense in stadium. Right. But <laughs> it's, yeah, just the fact that his call, his sign off for the last time, yeah. like that's what I was kind of like hoping for. Uh, it was like, it was more emotional too than I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, yeah. I kind of was like, okay, yeah. And then I started watching it and everything going on. And I'm just like, damn it. Like, like the, the emotions were hitting and just, you don't really think about this kind of stuff. Like when you're watching hockey and all that, but as long as we've been around, he'd been doing this for 39 years. So our entire yeah. lives, Pat Foley minus one season, which they ignored. We don't, um, we don't talk about that. Yeah. But like our entire like Black Hawk fanship has been called by Pat Foley. Like yeah. the moments that we we relive and we talk about constantly were called by Pat Foley. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's really weird. Like I fell in love with this game. I fell in love with this team to Pat Foley's voice. Like he is like probably the closest thing associated to this team than the team. You know what I mean? Like right, yeah. I mean, because he he's outlasted plenty of careers that yeah. have happened with the Hawks and like coaches and GMs and all sorts of other things. And like he's always been like the constant. <laughs> yeah so it's I, I i didn't really like register with me until like the ceremony was happening and he's giving his speech and he held up way better than i thought i thought yeah. like, i thought he was gonna be a little bit more of an emotional wreck going, doing it too but he's just an absolute professional um they had like serum like videos of like people throughout like darren Pang, um joe buck which i guess got a huge boo in arena boats was saying hilarious I yeah guess. um like what's the hate when joke buck for i don't understand it yeah but the bob was a bob verde um yeah his his was the funniest ever he's like all right pat uh this is a thing called they call a golf ball and you better get used to it really quick <laughs> like just doing the whole comedy like retire thing but yeah it was awesome a great send-off like you said i'm glad they were able to win um yeah. he told like they were telling a story or he was saying how he asked patrick kane for uh, a sp- a spinorama to, in that game that night and Kane goes and not only does it, he absolutely braids Menga's uh, ankles. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. It was just absolutely perfect. Yeah. I don't think it could have. Plus there was it. like the little salute. Like at one point it looked like he kind of did where he just kind of pointed up to the press box. Oh yeah. Eddie, Eddie called that out. Yeah. Pointed that out uh, to him. Like, yeah. Like, like you said, there just was not a better way for that, for that game to end and that career to end and go out on. Um, they did a great job with that. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yes. Um, so uh some of the other yeah, see the other milestones that uh, I mentioned earlier. Um in against Nashville, uh DeBrinkett got his three hundredth point, which is amazing. He's not uh, a big deal. Very good. Very good. So good. And you'll get into that more in a little bit here. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then in that same game, uh Lucas Reichel got his first point, which is pretty great. He got an assist on uh Dominic Kubelik's goal. Um, and they end up losing. It's just really funny to me in this eleven-game span that they've had. They got the one win on Pat Foley night, and that's yeah. all we needed. <laughs> that's all we needed. Yeah, they can go over um, six the rest of the way. Yeah, basically, I, I I'd rather have them win because you know, if they could not give up a top two, like <laughs> top five, like if they get third overall, like uh, because they, I don't think they can drop so low. Um, I do. Ha- I have the points up. Yeah, and that just reminded me of something we were talking oh, about. They could. I mean, they if they don't lose, if they don't win a game, they could honestly. I don't know, man. They might be. Yeah, they could come in like thirtieth if Seattle and Philadelphia win a few, a few more, like at least three games for Seattle and two games in like an overtime loss for Philadelphia. And that puts them above us. Yeah. Here. So this is something we, we talked about last episode and I just, you just talking about the draft pick, like re clicked it in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about which year do we want to have that top pick? Do we want it this year? Do we want it next year? And you said you would rather have it next year for yeah. uh, Connor was Bedard. Bedard. And I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Then a stat came out uh, this yep. past week. Uh, he's played 62 games. Um, and this is remember, this is his 16 year old season. Yep. In 62 games, he has 51 goals and a hundred points. Connor McDavid in his 16, uh, 16 year season, uh, 56 games, 28 goals, 99 points. Yeah. Kid's good. 
<laughs> so, I mean, McDavid still a pretty good playmaker. I think that's uh, that's all. Well, McDavid was also carried a lot by Dylan Strome and uh, Alex DeBrinkett. So that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so with that stat in mind, I kind of hope we uh, we get next year because I think uh, goal scoring is is what this yeah. team needs. Give up, give up this year's pick, and I'm that's sorry. what I'm saying. I really hope the Hawks end up winning more games before the yeah, season ends, it, yeah. so it's not as as hurtful as losing a top five pick. If it's like six or seven, it hurts a lot less than a top five, even though it's gonna suck. Um. I think, oh, and what I really hope too. So not only do I hope they win some games and let's say we finish seventh from the bottom, like hopefully let's say that happens. Then I hope whoever is like eight to 14, I hope two of those teams win the fucking draft lottery so that we go from seven to nine and then we're losing a ninth overall pick. It's not as bad (laughs) as like third, fourth, fifth. Like that would be great. Well, um, look at look at their schedule coming up. I guess yeah, we'll get into this now. Like the last six games, mm-hmm. as of this recording, they have six games to play. They're playing uh, uh, Coyotes tonight. Um, but yeah, look at their schedule. They have playing two teams that are really still fighting for position, um, even a playoff spot. You got the Kings tomorrow uh, or tonight, depend when this goes live. And then they got Vegas next week. Who hilarious! I really hope Vegas misses the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but then you also, I mean, then you're looking at you Arizona, San Jose again, you got Philadelphia, you got Buffalo. So you got realistically four teams that have nothing to play for a team. We just beat in San Jose, just beat team. We probably should beat in Philadelphia and Buffalo, a team, a team that we got slightly embarrassed by in Buffalo because they came back on us and fucking scored in the worst fashion to win a game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in Arizona who we should win, but I mean, we're in the same league because our team's not good and neither are they. Oh, they're in dead last right now. Arizona. Arizona is. Yeah. Montreal jumped them. Yeah. Martin St. Louis saved that team's season. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. So then one of the things other than those like milestones. Oh, and Alex regular first career goal against Calgary on Monday. Yes. Alec. Alec, Alec Regula. Uh, yeah, that was, I mean, it was kind of funny too because he's been looking pretty good. He's looking more comfortable, like getting a little bit more in the offense. And then that one, he just kind of threw it at the net, and it went off the post, off of uh, Markstrom's back, and then in the net. And I was like, "Oh, they had to tip something." And it's like, "Nope, he just completely whiffed on the glove. <laughs> <laughs> he just came across and just like missed it, and then just off, even... the, off the pipe, off his back, and in." And I was like. Can't draw it up anymore. Like, he any even, than he that. even said uh, that he was asked about his first career goal uh, in the post-game conference. He goes, yeah, I owe Mark Sherman a steak dinner for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, one of the things that, like, now that the season's kind of ending um, and we've been seeing, like, how, like, who's who played really well, who didn't really meet expectations, I think one of the things that I really was looking into was just, like, recently with – to bring it, um, one, he hasn't scored a goal since April 1st, which I really hope changes tonight because yeah. he's been sitting at what 38 goals for the last two weeks. 39. 39. One away from you. You're, you said, you said 40 goals. You said yeah. 90 points this year. He is very close to reaching one of those. And this is, this is where it gets to where I think it's frustrating because it's like I almost, I could have called this in a way. Um, in the beginning of the season, the team was bad. Brinkett was literally the only one scoring. So I broke it up into the first half of the season and what's been since. Oh, and the, this is what I was getting at too. The reason I was looking into this is because I really feel that out of nowhere, Debrinkit just has like 34 assists. And I felt like two weeks ago, he was at like 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's because at the beginning of the season, literally fucking no one was scoring besides him. Um, he had 24 goals in the first 41 games and the Hawks as, as a whole only scored 96. So if he wasn't scoring it, I don't know where the, the pucks were, where, who was, because there was like no production anywhere. Nobody was close to him in goals. I think at one point Hagel was in second and he had like fucking 12. Yeah. It was really low. So 
I'm that's when he had only nine assists and I, for the first half of the season. It's like, why can't he get assists? It's because nobody can fucking put the puck in the net. Well, in the second half of the season so far, in 35 games, he's got 15 goals and 25 assists. So if he were to keep that kind of pace, where, I mean, if he he's over a point per game in the second half of the season, and he's got six games left, so he could honestly finish at 46, 47 points in that second half of the season, you just take that, multiply that by two. If he has the same first half of the season, boom, fucking 90 points right there, bud. <laughs> and it's, I just, it drives me crazy because I'm just like, you, he could, he could have been exactly what I was predicting. And it's just, could he have had made a much you look better, so smart. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It would be like the only good thing that I fucking called out. Like, because nobody could fucking help him score in the first half of the season. Also, I mean, the first 10, 11 games when we have Colleton behind the bench and the Hawks can't do a fucking thing. Like, I just, I, I, I just hope this doesn't occur next year where it takes the team all the way until March to get clicking because that's in, in the beginning of March when Kane, Debrinkit, and Strom were taking over and they had, what, 15 fucking points each in, like, six games. Like yeah, if wasn't there was, like something like forty something points on that line in like yeah. six games or something like that? Yeah, it was insane. And it's just like if we can get that kind of stuff without having to go through like injuries and just people playing inconsistent and just like, that would be great. <laughs> but now it's I don't know how likely that's going to happen. We have we have no idea who the goalie is going to be next year. I don't even know what the plan is for the offseason, but the coach is going to be. I still am saying Debrinkit's literally a 90 point fucking guy, at least. And I think that's pretty easy to see if you just look at his, even just his second half. And <laughs> I, I really hope he, he gets 40 because I'm sure he's probably just like fucking losing his mind that he can't get a, a goal. He's been yeah. racking up three assist games and then yeah. like multi point like assist games and he's just like can't buy a goal though he's hit the post so many times too which is driving me insane but if he doesn't get like i can't imagine him getting not getting one goal right in the next six games in the next six games but There's i mean no way but it's also been he yeah, hasn't like... gotten one <laughs> since when was the last time he scored april 1st was the last time he scored yeah but who was that against tampa <laughs> so he she's <laughs> How many games ago was that? It's so many games ago. So um, he didn't. He, he didn't. I mean, it doesn't help that we got shut out like twice. Seven for, games. No, once. Seven games in a row without a goal is that's crazy. Seven games in a row with no goal. Only three of those games he had zero points. One was a shutout, so it's not all on him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's at, had at least what six points though. Yeah, he's had six points in those seven games, but no goals. Oh, wait. At, since no, since his he's last at, he's goal, at seven points, seven points in seven yeah. games, but no goals. <laughs> that's it's yeah, okay. He's so good though. Like, I don't understand why he's not talked about like as an elite player in this league. I think people like people know, but I don't know. I, I some people know. Some people know. It's the same like the Patrick Kane thing, where it's just like, why would you give up so much for Patrick Kane? Who, uh, by the way, I was just about to say that, like looking at the, the Hawks stats, like team stats right now, Kane is well over a point per game player this year. He's Again. got 88 points in 72 games, but he's garbage. Yeah, man. I don't know how to tell you any more than 25 goals. Seth Jones, too. I just noticed this as well. Minus 39. He's in second place for the green jacket right now. Like he oh, he's in nice. contention. The Hawks may finally have a green jacket winner. That's pretty sweet. He's uh three, I think was that four? No, three points behind Keith Yandel. Are you serious? Yeah, Keith Yandel's got is a minus 42. Woof. Minus 39. That's rough. But I mean he plays 20, like 26 minutes a night. Right. Like, <laughs> and, the, and the Hawks aren't really great team defensively. Oh, he's minus 39. The Blackhawks shouldn't have traded for him. It's a, it's a bad trade. You say that, you don't know that plus minus means fucking shit. Yeah. That's I'm like the worst. That, I'm I, glad that he, he got, he's at least at, he's about to be at 50 points. He gets like one more assist, one more goal. 
And I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, his best season was 57 points. Not too bad. I mean, that's his first season with the team. I mean, we'll talk about this at the end. A couple of coaches, you know. At the end of the season, we'll have our kind of like our wrap up. Yeah, wrap up. You know, what's what do they call that? Like the exit interview type of thing. Yeah. For each player. Exit exit interviews with each player. Yeah. But it's what you did well. This is what you can improve on. Exactly. But I just. I don't know. This was like the whole general season for me. It's just been like a very like roller coaster. Like, cause going in, like, it seemed like this is a team that could have come, could have competed on paper. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like they needed everything to click. Right. And they also didn't need to start with uh Colleton on the bench and Stan Bowman in the that front sh- office. That shows how long of a season this has been. Like it feels like Colleton and Bowman were let go like years ago. Like if does not feel yeah. like the same season. It's just this is just dragging on. And I yeah. guess that's what happens when it's shitty. I'm happens. really excited for the playoffs. Yeah, it's gonna be playoffs fun watching going. like good hockey all the time and not garbage Blackhawk hockey. So, like I said, we didn't have much to talk about hot stock. I mean, do you got anything else you want to bring up? You're good. Uh, no, I think we're good. Oh, I was, I was going to say like, what do you, I would, I would like them to win out. I think that would be great. But also like what we saw that, um, Reichel's not even in the lineup tonight. Yeah. He got sent down so like, that's according kind of to upsetting. cat friendly. He got sent down yesterday to Rockford, which I don't understand. You there? Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. there. Sorry, it's it's freezing every once in a while. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but no, we're talking about Reichel. Yes, yeah. Reichel. Yeah, getting sent down. We don't understand why he got sent down. It makes no sense at this point in the season. I think that he got sent down because there isn't anybody else that can go down. You but know what I, I'm saying? What does that matter? I don't know if you can hear me? No, I can hear you. Yeah, you're you're fine. Is it? it oh, be, okay. Yeah, it oh, okay, okay. on my end. Yeah, because it's like you freeze a little bit and then stutter. Um, right. The other thing was like maybe they want him to finish out the season in the AHL, which is wild to me that they let him burn it, burn a year of his contract and then have him finish in this AHL because that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but like if they're getting if they're in a playoff spot, which I don't know, I don't pay attention. But if they're in the playoff spot, like having him play in the AHL playoffs, like that makes sense too. Um, but I just want to see. I kind of want to see like the younger guys just get a bunch of ice time. I would love the Hawks to win a bunch of games in a row so that they can improve their – improve the fact that they don't lose such a high pick. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it, that's what I want them to do. But then it's like I also want them to give a lot of ice time to, like, regular and if Vlasic's out there. Like, I mean, I think those are, like, the only two guys at the moment, like – Maybe Kirby. Kirby, give him some more some more time. Um, Kurashev, let him kind of find his game again because he kind of has been that He's up been and in the lineup like yeah. pretty often. Also, Kirby didn't even play against the Predators. Did he play against Calgary? Kirby Doc was hellbound. Was what? He hasn't played. No, he hasn't played since San Jose. Oh really? Since the dub? Maybe that's why Reichel's uh moved down. Why? Why is, is he... that? Is he hurt? Um, he's it's he's listed as dressing for Arizona tonight. I think. I don't know. He's just it's on the NHL app that he's there. Doc. Uh, let's see depth charts. Oh, it looks like he's hurt. It says, although it no, says he's he... scratched. Oh, it says expected. Oh, injury, shoulder, expected duration, day to day. Okay, he's day to day right now. I was like, uh, are they shoulder will not be traveling with the team in their upcoming three game road trip. Oh, okay. And wait, when was that? That was a day ago. Oh, so he's. Oh, he's out for Arizona, LA, LA, and San Jose. Yeah. 
Oh, that sucks. Whatever. I would like to see him just get like tons of ice time too. Right. But you know, whatever. If he's hurt, don't like that's the thing that got fucked up last year was like coming back off of the wrist injury. And it's like, oh, he's ready. And it's like, oh, great. And then it's like he's clearly timid and and doesn't want to and like doesn't want to re-injure himself. It's like just let him fucking shut it, shut him down. If he's hurt, shut him down. There's no point. Yeah, and like 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 quit fucking with the development over and over again, man. Like it's it's annoying. How much more can that kid take? You know, like yeah. just just let him be. If he's if his shoulder, it's not worth it. It's especially like in a loss season. It's not like we're a point out of the playoff spot. Like right. just shut him down, let him relax. But yeah, I I kind of was like, I don't give a shit about these last six games. But then when you brought up the whole draft position, all that, I'd rather make it that pick a lot worse for Columbus. Like, I mean, it's not going to be like a bad pick, but I'd rather the top 10 pick, no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather it not be number three. It's a fucking, fucking dumb fucking choice, not top 10 protected. So Actually, I think it might be a great choice to not be top 10 protected because of the fact that take this one, we'll take next year. Um, because if if it was top ten, like we'd be giving up 2023, and that one is gonna probably be a better pick. Yeah, next year we're just gonna get watch Blackhawks luck. We'll do just good enough where ends up being a shitty pick, and but we also don't get anything the, out the of draft. It. Is the draft is apparently supposed to be much deeper next year anyway? Yeah. We'll see. So whatever. Uh, but, that's it for Hawks for me though. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, so we keep talking about the draft. Uh, we will know the draft order, at least for the eliminated teams, come May 10th, as they announced today that the draft lottery is set for May 10th. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's always Love it's always it. fun to watch, and I know for a fact I'm going to be watching it, forgetting that we traded our first pick or that yeah. first round. So I'm going like, to be watching like, oh, shit, the Hawks are still up there. They're still there. They can still get it. I mean, number three. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They 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 can't lottery three. Just so you know. <laughs> they can't. No, because it's top two. It's only top two. Lottery is only for I keep top two. They changed it. Yeah. Isn't it kind of dumb? Yeah. Whatever. It's like feel bad for the teams that got pushed out of the first from first to fourth, and so like, all right, you can only drop to third. Like, all right, well, whatever, man. Just draft well. I think they should do. I guess we could say this for a summer episode. Yeah, I'll say it for a summer episode. Yes. Um, we need stuff to talk so about. Let's go, let's go to NHL because we're on NHL. Yeah, so NHL talk. Um, sad news in the hockey world. Um, hockey Hall of Famer, New York Islanders legend. Um, maybe one of the most underrated goal scorers in hockey history. Which is insane because he's the greatest goal scorer in hockey right. history. But like, because, of it, because of how short his career was. Yeah. Which is insane when Tanner's got his numbers ready to pull up, like I'm sure. But yeah, um, Mike Bossy <laughs> passed away. Uh, it was lung cancer, right? Yes. Yeah, the battle of lung cancer. He passed away last week. Uh, I believe it was last Friday. Um, devastating news. You always hate hearing that kind of stuff, but especially in that kind of situation. But yeah, like we said, I mean, Mike Bossy doesn't get the recognition that he really deserves because how short his career was when he honestly um, might've been the best goal scorer in hockey history, NHL history. Oh, well, he is because um, you just can, you can go straight off of like his goals per game, um, which is insanely high. Uh, he's at 0.76 goals per game. For over 10 seasons. So just put it in perspective, every 100 games, he's 76 fucking goals. He's literally, it's crazy. He, there's every four games, he's got three goals. That's the best way to put it. Um, and that doesn't happen for like anybody. Uh, the crazy thing is, <laughs> it, whenever there's like goal scoring stats of like, oh, like this is, Ovechkin's like ninth season of 50 or more or whatever like that 40 or more stuff and then it's always mentions like Gretzky has had like 12 of those and then it's like Mike Bossy had like nine and because Mike Bossy only played 10 fucking seasons though and he he scored 50 plus goals in nine of those seasons because in the last season he played at only the age of 30 
He played this. He played that year with an injured back, and only scored thirty eight goals in sixty three games. That's insane. Yeah, that's madness. In fucking, if you were to play like a regular kind of like Hall of Fame style career, so like over a thousand games, like in the, like let's say, so oh, oh my god, how, Gretzky played one thousand four hundred eighty seven games. He scored 894 goals. Um, to beat that record of 894 at Mike Bossy's pace at what he was scoring, he would have only needed to play, I think it was 1,181 games to get like 900 goals. <laughs> like just over, just or just under 1,200 games gets him 900 goals. Um, let me see if I can pull this and I'm going to put <clears throat> if he played the exact same amount of games as Gretzky did and scored at that pace, he would have had, <laughs> he would have had 1,133 goals. Can you fucking imagine that? And like the, cra- it, it's, it sucks because he, he got hurt and had to retire early, but he was only 30. Like that was still like peak career. Like he had just come off a 61 goal season before he get like played an injured season. Um, his, his goal pace, if he never got hurt was actually slightly higher, obviously. And it was like set like 0.77 goals per game. And (laughs) it's just, it's crazy how, how easy I guess it was for him to score, but he was just a natural goal scorer. Um, and he was also picked 15th overall because there was like some articles and like videos that came out about like how great Mike Bossy was. And it was just, uh, <laughs> they were just like, oh, like nobody wanted to pick him for whatever reason. He was just scoring goals and they were like, I forgot who it was that was like the um, Islanders GM, but he was just like, we, we play really well, but we don't have a goal scorer. And this kid is naturally good at scoring goals. And then he, Helps them win four straight fucking cups. He comes. He gets drafted. He they make the playoffs ten straight years. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of his playoffs performance in 129 playoff games, he has 85 playoff goals. Uh, he was 70... shooting at 21 percent his career. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely bananas. And and I'm like looking at this, and he won the Calder Trophy his rookie year. Yep. Never won the heart. Uh, he won the Con Smythe once. Yep, he got the Lady Bing three times. Yeah, like he still never got like a heart trophy. He still like that. Just also just kind of shows how bananas like that league was with eighties hockey. Yeah, God. <laughs> hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just one dollar on any team to win and get. in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 older restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's, he's, it's just crazy how, how easy it was for him to score goals. 752 games, 1,126 points. Like, Man, man. There's a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs in hockey. Like we talk about, like, what if Crosby didn't have to deal with the concussions and all this stuff? For like, like what two if, fucking years. Yeah. What if Taze had, you know, line his, his his set line for as long as like Haynes had his set line type of thing? I think Mike Bossy, what would his career have been if he didn't have to retire early? Is probably the greatest what if in in yeah. probably all of sports. I think he would have been the only ever 1,000 goal getter. Like, I think that's pretty, 
pretty safe to say if he was able to play out a career and not end it due to injury, I think he, he could have hit a thousand thousand percent, hundred percent. Yeah. And then I think we talk about how Gretzky's record, it seems like it's impossible to catch, even though Ovechkin's right there. I think like, yeah, bossy probably would have just retired, like just gone away with that. and just would never even be, it would just always be who, who's going to be second. Who's always going to be like the fight, the fight for goal scoring in a career would always be second place. Who's going to yeah. be second. Who's going to come close to bossy, but nowhere near bossy. Like that's probably what it would have happened if he had a full career. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cause he would have hit 900 pretty easy. Oh he, yeah. He only needed a, like five more seasons or six more seasons. Um, and could have probably hit 900 there. It's yeah, it's just it's upsetting. It's definitely like you said, like huge what if. But the only least. yeah, the only question would have been though, too, because if he would have played another five or six seasons type of thing, or yeah, to get that, he would have be kind of been like in that transition period. Like there's like three eras of hockey, like the, from the from the original, I'm not more than three, but Get the original six to the sixties, the sixties to the eighties, then the eighties to just like the just pure grinded goon hockey of the nineties. Like, I'm curious how he would have handled that in the nineties, yeah. early nineties with his with his style. Never know. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, uh, condolences go out to the Bossy family, his friends, and all that, and the New York Islanders organization in general. Um, I will say one negative thing about that is I really wish they found a better way to put his number on their Jersey because they have another number on their number nine. Um, and it, they literally have like the number nine in the normal spot. You put a Jersey like on the, on the corner of the Jersey. Yeah. They put bossy, like kitty corner underneath. Oh, it just looks so out of place. Islanders fucking something up. Like, I get it. I get it. it's like a, lot, a quick thing, but I'm like, come on, you could. The, the dude deserves better. Like, yeah, right. Honor him better. It's like, oh yeah, he's here too. <laughs> yeah, be better. Be better. Yeah. Um. All right. So since we last recorded, the Eastern Conference playoff field has been set. We know all eight teams that are going to be competing. Uh, real quick, we'll run through that list. Uh, you have Carolina, the Rangers, Pittsburgh. I don't know why I said the Rangers and the cities for everybody else. Um, Florida Islanders. Yeah. Florida, Toronto, Tampa, Boston, and Washington. Um, So that makes up your Eastern conference playoff field really quick before uh, we get into more about this. I just wanted to pull up who we said at the beginning of the season, Hey, the Eastern conference. And we both picked the same. We were super original. We, we took the same picks. Um, We took, Boston, Florida, Tampa, Toronto. Perfect there. Yep. We took Carolina, Washington. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. And then we took the Islanders and yep. the Flyers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> the Flyers said, are supposed to make it every other year. Yeah. Um, but apparently they decided that that streak is over. Yeah. And then the Islanders, they just got the really shitty pull this year. I mean, what they started this season on like a twenty-game fucking road oh, trip. Dude, it was nuts. Like, I don't even. Plus, like, plus, their team got hit with COVID. Really? Yeah. And they were having to play games. Like, they just honestly, like, they were they were the last team eliminated too in the Eastern Conference. So, they made, like, they, I mean, they they were they, still clawing their way back with so many fucking setbacks this year, and I feel bad for them because Eastern Conference Finals last two years, and then this year just shit on so hard. And like the most difficult fucking season to come back from, like I don't I don't doubt that they could come back next year and make the playoffs and and be a, like a top three seed. Even though, man, fuck, man, those teams are are so good too. Yeah, they that, could like, still it. they could still potentially finish the season with ninety two points if they if they went out. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's normally that's a good like playoff seed right there. But I, don't, I mean, they're not going to win out, so they're going to be middle middle 80s. But Jesus. Um, and just for reference to Tanner, you had the Islanders winning the Stanley Cup. I year. know. <laughs> they were good, man. 
they're still good. Like I said, they just got screwed. They got screwed super hard this year. I was really hoping that they were going to pull the trigger and uh and make a coaching change, and then the Hawks are going to be able to go and scoop up trots. Yeah, that's a, that's the dream. God, that would have been awesome. But no, they realized they aren't they weren't the Blackhawks and they weren't stupid and they realized that this is just a one year type of thing. Um, so right, I said twenty six games. That's not even close to what they were on the road for. But they played their first home game November twentieth. Yeah, that's insane. That's just it's still just like so stupid. It's so dumb, but like what a Islanders thing to fucking have happen to you. Look at how stupid this is. Okay. They have five teams in the East at a hundred points right now. Boston's yeah. gonna get a hundred points. Yeah. Pittsburgh's gonna get probably a hundred points. Yep. Washington theoretic three theoretically should get a hundred points. I could, yeah. All all eight teams. Could Has that ever points. happened? I don't know. There's a lot of points to go around in the top eight. That's insane. I think I, what sucks, I find it more interesting with the way like the West is happening when it comes down to like the last like two fucking games. Oh, hundred percent. And that's like nothing is set. Like, <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say too. Like, I was gonna throw that out there. Like, what do you, would you rather have, knowing? You have like six games left. Okay, these are who's going to be. Now you're just playing who's going to uh, position for who you're going to play versus, okay, we are going into one game left. X, Y, and Z could still make the playoffs, but ABC need to lose and, you know, like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I think if you're a, t- a player, you want the Eastern Conference because you want to have that that plan and set and all that. But I think the fans as a fan of the game, you want what's going on in the West. Yeah. I enjoy the West more. It's funny. Cause it reminds me of like in the bubble when they had the play in round, it's like the West is doing the play in round right now because they still haven't found out who's going to make it to the playoffs. And then the East is just playing games just to figure out what their seating's going to be. <laughs> but man, what is it? So we're going to look at, so yeah, I'm I'm writing what down the matchups the, are currently matchups as of right now, really quick. Um, give me one quick second. Just gotta finish this math. Not really, but whatever. Um, all right. So right now you have Carolina versus Boston. Carolina's the right as of right now is the top seed in the Eastern Conference. No, they're not. Florida is. Or, no, I'm sorry. In the in the Metro. Yes. Here, so the easier top. way to do it is the top seed in the East versus the second wild card is right. Florida versus Washington. Florida versus and, Washington, and, and then, then it's it's then it's the top seed in the other division, so Carolina versus Boston. Right, and then you got Toronto and Tampa, and Pittsburgh and New York. The ranges. I think that's a that's all really exciting. Um, I think the thing that sucks the most is uh, Pittsburgh. I don't know if they're going to have Jari. So I think he's hurt right now. Yeah, I, I heard he like, he's out. Was this something with the lower body? Yeah. Um, so that's potentially really scary, and potentially Pittsburgh might be kicking themselves for not uh, keeping Matt Murray. Picking up, trying to make a move for Mark Andre. Oh, for Mark Andre. That's right. They should have given up everything for him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Washington has got such a rough fucking first round against Florida. Florida has also been like on a, an insane winning streak. I, I don't know if they're still on it. 11 game. Yeah. They've won 11. Yeah. That's the kind of shit you want to be going in the playoffs with. <laughs> fucking 11. They are a plus 100 in goal differential. Yeah. Is it just the exact? 320 to 220. Yeah. Plus 100. That's. They're so yeah, they're 10 and on their last 10, 11 winning streak. That's crazy. They've only lost I six games at home this whole year. Yeah. You don't want to play in the rats done. I don't know. I don't know what they call it. I just remember when they used to throw the rats on the ice. Yeah. Didn't like who was it that like hit in the net? There was a goalie that like hit in the net during it. I don't know, but that's oh. definitely that's a classic goalie maneuver. Yeah, but yeah, I'm whoever picked Florida you know, to win the Stanley Cup is is looking pretty smart right now. Um, 
but I digress. Uh, so <laughs> Washington, I just if there had to be a team that I'm just happy to be here, I think it's got to be Washington. I mean, but technically they could move up. Yeah, they technically could move up. But what I was also going to say is though, they still have Stanley Cup champion experience on that team. Yeah. And it's it's crazy how much movement there actually could be within like the at least just the metropolitan because the Rangers and Carolina actually have the same amount of points. Yeah. Um, if the Carolina just has the, the regulation overtime wins, and then Washington's only a point behind Pittsburgh. So it's funny because they could technically swap like those all those positions. It could finish with like Rangers in first and Washington in third. And then you have Pittsburgh versus uh, Florida, which woof, Florida would eat them alive if they don't have Tristan Jari in that. Um, yeah, and then you would have what Rangers versus uh, Boston. Yeah, but even Boston could move up. You could be Rangers versus Tampa. Oh, then pray for Rangers. I don't know. I think like the with Wacia Sturkins playing, he's got three shutouts in the last two weeks. He's in, he's that's true. He's a madman this season. Got like I, a, a nine three five save percentage, and like under a two point three like goals against average. He's in the heart conversation, and I think it's rightfully so that he is. He's just playing amazing. And the 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 craziest thing to me about this is he's played less than a hundred games in the NHL, and like fifty of them come from this year. And he's got he's just this good. Yeah. And I thought it was insane when they signed him to the contract that they did because everybody was like, like, why would you give him so much money? Like he's only played 30 or 34 to like 40 games. And it's like, well, he fucking really, really showed up. And it's again, yeah, it's one of those things you, you take the chance. It's, it's the high risk, high reward type of situation with that contract. he signed. And it's, it's the first year in a four year deal where he's only, at like a 5.66. Um, that's oof. Oof. If he wins the heart and he and he like stays consistent for the next three years, he's getting that carry price money. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, he's got the Vesna probably locked up. Oh yeah. He he only played 47 games in his career before this year, and he's got 51 this year. He's actually at a 2.0 goal against average this season. God, nine three six save percentage, fifty one games. It, that's insane. He's crazy. That's insanity. I love it, and that's the type of shit that wins you fucking playoffs. Is having the guy in net. If he's if he can continue this year that he's having, it, it's gonna. Can you imagine if them versus Tampa, a, a playoff Vasilevsky versus the season that Shesterkin's having? There's gonna be no fucking goal scored in that series. Game <laughs> they're, seven, gonna, they're gonna game be game seven, be, all like one nothing games. Six games, six or seven, seven game seven, six goals in the previous games, all one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just like you were saying, like th- that's gonna be all quadruple, game. all quadruple overtimes. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna honestly be like whoever just gets so extremely tired first in like the sixth overtime of the previous game, <laughs> like six games. Uh, oh, I, I got two questions about the the Eastern Conference. I want to ask you. Um, one, just because of the run Florida's on, is it their conference to win, like to represent the East in the in the Stanley Cup, or yeah. it, yes? And is there any concern about experience with this team, uh, or is I it just the hot hand that they've been playing this year is going to be good enough to like you know really? You know, just... I think that they might end up making it to just like Eastern Conference Finals and kind of have that like 2009 Hawks thing. Where it's like you got you got the young guys that are that are just firing in all cylinders, and you got every every piece in place, but you just don't have like the tickets not stamped yet, and it's just kind of like you gotta, they're gonna get that heartbreak in the Eastern Conference Final, and then next year just destroy the league and then win it all. Yeah, I was like, talking to our buddy Rossi, who you know, as we mentioned before, writes for the Florida Panthers on HockeyBuzz.com, and he was we were talking about just the comparisons between this Florida team and the Blackhawks and in, in their dynasty era. And 
it is very eerily uh, similar, like in that type of sense. With that, I just hope I really want Florida to win this year, just so Jumbo Joe can just take a nap. I keep forgetting that he's on that team. Yeah, is he, he actually, is he contributing? I, I, I probably not, but let the man get his cup so he can just retire already. Has he played enough games to like be on the cup? I think so. Let's see. Also, the I think one of the greater things about them too is that they're not doing like the Tampa or like Vegas thing where they're they're hiding money in injury reserve. I guess no, they're doing it straight up. Yeah, they have Aaron Eckblad injured, but like, but that's a were, legitimate injury that they're even yeah. concerned that he's even going to be ready for playoffs. I he's heard so fucking good, man. I wish I wish he would just be able to stay healthy for a full season. He's just so fucking good. Um. What I was getting at. <laughs> Looking at Joe Thornton. Oh, Joe Thornton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's played Where 30 games, 30 games, five goals, four assists. That's solid. That's, that's a guy. He, but you know what? Even if he didn't play <laughs> enough games, dude, that's the guy you petition. Like, yeah. <laughs> if there's any example of somebody you petition to put on the cup, Joe Thornton is that guy. Yeah. Surprised they didn't like sign Patty Marlowe, too. Oh, I know, <laughs> right? Like, just to do it. Just because Uberdo, man, 111 points. Wow. Yeah, is he in first or is he tied? Uh, let's see. They're having like first. Yeah, he is. Yeah, by one. one. Oh, did you see that uh, Johnny Gaudreau is the first player in a decade to score, I think, 85, 85. plus points? 85 on even strength. Even points. strength. Yeah. yeah. I was just. That's crazy. He's a plus fucking 60. Are you kidding me? Yeah, tell me, tell me you're up for a contract. Yeah, right. tell me you're up for a contract. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you trying to get paid, bud? First 100 point season. There's uh there's he, rumors he touched 99 before. There's rumors that he's gonna play, he's gonna sign out east next year. Because he's from Boston, isn't he? New Jersey. Oh, he's from Jersey. Oh, yeah. dude. oh what if he goes to Jersey? Him and Jack Hughes on a line. That would be a tiny line, but that would be pretty sweet to watch if they didn't get absolutely bullied by everybody. You just got to get a big guy uh, in the middle. Or no, Jack Hughes is the center, right? Yeah. Yes. You uh, just got to get another winger that's. uh... Go out and get um, Evander Kane. (laughs) No. no. Get a uh, Zach Cassian. Um, and okay, oh, the last. Go the... get Patty Maroon. <laughs> Pat, Patty Maroon on that first big line, rig, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, my last question. Uh, oh, they'll for... have they'll have the cap. By the way, man. Uh, PK Subban's his his uh his contract's up. PK That's nine PK, mil. Man. That's a sweet nine mil right there. Yeah. Uh, all right, my last question about the Eastern Conference playoff situation. How badly do you want it to be Toronto versus Boston in the first round? <laughs> I honestly, I would. I think that would be their best chance. <laughs> it would be their best <laughs> like chance. making out of the first round. Yeah, I don't know, man. man. The yips, the yips. Seeing Boston first round. Oh my God, Marshant. Give Marshant that opportunity just to fuck with everybody. Oh God, the, the city will burn. Um, technically, Toronto could finish in first. If Florida decides to go on a six-game losing streak after this 11-game winning streak they've been on, and Toronto wins their next five in a row, they could they could finish at 118 and Florida at 116. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, it's already Toronto, record year of franchise year for Toronto. Most wins, yep. franchise history. Yep. Um, Austin Matthews became the third Toronto Maple Leaf in history to hit 100 points. Better get in the fucking lineup this next two weeks. He I already has, he has the him. record for most goals in a season for Toronto. Um, you, he waits yeah, for fantasy championship week just to be hurt and sit out. If yeah, prick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I honestly like if he's playing, like which I'm assuming he's definitely going to play in the first round. Boston is their best chance because you don't want Toronto to face. Tampa with Vasilevsky and that and Victor Hedman on the fucking point playing. And that, that team is just nasty. Um, 
and I don't think there's any other kind of shift that might happen. I think it's either Tampa or Boston for him. And I think you go with Boston because then they also have just, well, I mean, they have Swayman and then they have Allmark. It could be, it really depends though, too, because you said Pittsburgh could drop down a wild card. Yeah, they could play Pittsburgh. That would be, that would be, yeah, but that they, they would, they would have to finish above Florida to play a wild card team. Oh yeah. You know, you're right. I miss, I miss, I fucking hate this playoff. Just go or if they somehow, I don't know if they could, they could possibly lose every game and then Toronto jumps down into a wild card position. And then they ended up playing uh, I, Carolina where they play like New York. Like that's the weirdest situation that can happen. Toronto can win out and possibly play like the last wild card team or Toronto can lose out and possibly play the number one team in the Metro. Like weird. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident. I'm pretty confident that I'm locking Toronto in at that number two spot. Yeah. So it's just a matter if they're going to play what Tampa or Boston. They They just need to win like two out of the last like five to lock it in. Yeah. So it's, it's Tampa or Boston. They're going to play. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I mean, you want Boston. You you want Boston. Just you don't you don't want playoff Vasilevsky. That's what I'm telling you. You don't want him. The only thing Boston has against you, like I said, is just the head in being in the head. You got Marchant. Yeah, like that's just gonna ride that to the goddamn ground. And that's the only thing Boston probably really has on them. But isn't would this be the first time they play Boston in the first round without Nazem Kadri? And like not just like without him because he's suspended, but because, <laughs> <laughs> because he's not on the team. Correct. Yeah. Um, and like what better way to make it past the first round for the first time in like almost 20 years if it's against Boston? Ooh, like, I wonder. I know we're not talking Western Conference today, but I wonder what the betting odds are Kadri getting suspended in the first round. I think he can, I don't know if he got suspended last year. I feel like he always gets suspended in the playoffs. Yeah, he, I feel like it, I feel like that's a constant. Toronto out in seven. Death taxes. Kadri. Death taxes <laughs> and Kadri suspended in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. I know Shifley was. But... Yeah, shit. Um, so um, yeah. all right, who early prediction? Who do you hit? Who's coming out of the Eastern Conference for you? <laughs> I kind of I want the Rangers too. Rangers? Yeah. I fucking think that that would be so fucking cool. I love Panarin. Shesterkin is insane. Adam Fox is amazing. They have like the young guys to, to like kind of do it. But like that's another team that I can see them. I can see them winning it all, but I can also see it like ending in heartbreaking fashion where next year they just end up winning the president's trophy and tearing it up too. I think, yeah, a lot of these teams, it's they're in good position for the next yeah. couple seasons. Pittsburgh, Washington, Toronto. Well, Pittsburgh and Washington are on the, they have like, they're a little bit more on the older side. That's what I'm saying. Like those yeah. three, those three teams right there, maybe Toronto's Pittsburgh. like getting, Toronto's like almost out of their window. Like, exactly. They haven't, they haven't made it yet. If they lose in the first, I think, I think if it's Stanley Cup or bust for Toronto, and yeah. if it's not, they are. You're going to see massive changes coming from, from the league. I feel like we say that every year too. Though. I think it's, but I think now is it's officially. Okay, well, next year, like next year, you know, if it happens next year, then it's you know we got to make changes. And that's, I think they are done. They are three years now, four years that this team has been together. And they and still have shit to show in, for it. Plugging in the the pieces that you think are going to help out. Mm-hmm. I think if they lose in the if they don't win the Stanley Cup, Dubas is gone. You're where's moving. where are they at in their contract situation? I think the big ones are signed for pretty long still. Uh, yeah. Well, damn. They still have three and four years for. So three years or two years after this year with Matthews and Nylander. Like they are in and then such three years with spot. Marner and Tavares. They're such a rough spot. We have Morgan Riley signed for like eight extra. Yeah, I just I just don't know if you still don't make it out of the first round, like 
you can't keep just trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's whatever. There's gonna, yeah, there's major changes there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's why like Carolina, the Rangers, Florida. Florida. Like those are gonna be really fun teams to watch over the next few years. Toronto, I mean Toronto, we'll see. Like whatever happens with them. Tampa, I think. I mean, they're still they're still really good, but like, they're what's going on? Like, how are they going to circumvent the cap next year? <laughs> like, what are what are the new things that they're going to do? It's like eventually they have to do what the Hawks did and like fucking sell. <laughs> how about this thing about Toronto? Arizona wins the first overall pick. Traded Toronto. No. Austin Matthews to Arizona. Gives yeah. them their fucking reason to want to keep it. Actually, in their team. I would, I would, I would trade it at first for Austin Matthews if they would just take one. Do Shane Wright for Austin Matthews plus maybe some other stuff? Yeah, so I don't think anybody like Shane Wright can end up being a good player, but I don't think he's going to be fucking Austin Matthews. Gives Toronto a lot of cap space, and it gives them Shane Wright. Gives Arizona <laughs> gives Arizona their hometown kid that everybody's argument when they say, yeah, "Oh, but they're not going to do that." Why is Arizona still a team? Because they produced Austin Matthews. I hate that argument so goddamn much. There's one player is not a reason to keep a failing franchise in the league. Did you see the video of of other arena for next year, like from Iceview? No. Oh my god! I, fucking, I will. I'll check it out myself. Dude, it is a goddamn joke. Okay. It's gonna be so cool to go watch a game there. I would yeah. love to go see a game there, but. To say I'm an NHL player playing there, fuck that, dude. Whatever, man. You get to hang out in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, I think that about does it. Um. Oh, I guess oh, I will answer Western, mine. Western Conference, real quick. Who do you think is going to finish it out? Uh, who's going to clinch? Yeah. So right think, now there's Colorado. It's going to be. So Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Calgary have clinched already. Calgary can actually clinch. Uh, the division Pacific division today, if Edmonton loses, um, but yeah, I, I think who's in playoff position right now is, is in it. I think it's going to be Dallas, Nashville, LA and Edmonton are going to be the teams to clinch. Yeah. I wouldn't, I think it's going to be funny when Vancouver jumps Vegas and ends up being like a point or two out of the, out of the playoffs. Can we just give also Vegas? Vegas is about to win the fucking draft lottery. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) God, don't even say that. I don't think they can jump up that high. Yeah, they can. They can? Yeah. No, you can jump high, but you can't jump low, drop low. Yeah, you can jump. If you're not in the playoffs, you can, you're in the lottery. So you can move up to two. It's just the top three. It's like you can't drop crazy low. The top, the top, you can only drop from one to three and two to four. Okay. Again, I can only drop two spots. I apologize. I this they changed it. I'm so finally getting the understanding of the old draft lottery, and then they change it. I just yeah, they just change it from two from three to two. That's it. Everybody's okay, eligible. I just also can we talk about the real quick how fast it took Vegas from being everybody's favorite underdogs to absolutely despise that team and just wish oh, yeah. nothing but bad. Took five seasons. Yeah, well, when you have a fan base that becomes insufferable so quickly because you taste victory for the first season and like get so close, and then it's just like, this is all we know. All know we I'm, know is W's. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this on the on, on, on here on here before, but there was a picture of a guy at a Vegas game who, on the back of his sh- jer- uh, jacket, has "Laner sucks. We deserve better." You don't deserve shit. You don't deserve shit. <laughs> you deserve you. You should have been bad. You see what's <laughs> happened in Seattle? That's what you deserved. Yeah, that's why I still like Seattle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're doing it right. They're doing it the right way. They're doing the rebuild the way that the Columbus Blue Jackets did it. <laughs> Just did really it? struggling. You still doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, they want a playoff series. I don't know what to tell you. They also will be two times Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning. Before they were two times Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, tomato, tomato. I mean, they're three times Stanley Cup champions, but I'm saying back to back. But yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. So that's episode 174. Tanner, what do you want to call it? 
Uh, Mike Boss, he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. Can you shorten the town a little bit? Uh, Mike Boss, he's the greatest score scorer ever. Bossy greater than Gretz. Got it. Yeah. Bossy gets goals. Bossy gets, I'll put that. Bossy got, got goals. That's disrespectful. No, why? I'll just check. I just, you know, just had a check. All right. Bossy got goals. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so for Tanner and Jaren, that's episode 174, Bossy Got Goals. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Find us on all your favorite podcast platforms and apps. Um, leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, more reviews we get, the more we get pushed out there. Help us, you know, fuck the algorithm. Uh, follow yeah. us on, social net- on all social media at WCB Podcast. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network hockey po- at HockeyPodNet. DraftKings promo code THPN. Um, we still got merch up there. If you want to buy it, buy it. If not, whatever, man. It's your choice. Um, mm. Yeah. So for Jeremy Tanner, we'll see you on the next one. I also forgot to mention, but <laughs> uh, Vancouver has a 6% chance to make the playoffs and Vegas has a 19% chance to make the playoffs. Fuck so off. not happening. All right. They're tied. Love, boys. They're tied. Bye. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.